0: all kinds of noise that's
1: real fun. so now you know that either the Taco Bell was Adam's or it wasn't it, it could was be not. either way it wasn't I didn't get any Taco Bell hmm is that why your tummy's growling no
2: the Taco mm. Bell was good was it, it? it was, I wouldn't know because guess you didn't get any it was Dylan's Taco mm. Bell
0: Yeah, I tried it out I didn't know you were going to Taco Bell
2: I didn't either And then I was like, it's podcast day. I better go get Game Pass. (laughs) And so I posted on social media. I saw that. It was good. And I was like,
0: ah, everybody got Taco Bell today. I didn't get Taco Bell. I I
2: texted the number that it says to text your code to. Did you win? No. It says, sorry, you didn't win today. Try again tomorrow. And then it sent me the ring to rules. Told me that message and data rates may apply. So I texted back, boo. (laughs) (laughs) And they texted me back and said, you already entered today. try again tomorrow and sent me a link to the rules and told me that uh you can't do it again i could send stop to stop Ooh. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: leave it to adam was to make it awkward as hell you just I, ruined the podcast sorry about well fine i smash boom bang i'm out my chalupa was delicious weird um, editing <laughs> smash boom bang I'm totally going to take <laughs> smash boom bang and I'm going to edit that around. F- put that in front of my chalupa is delicious. I'll
0: put whatever I want in front of your chalupa, sir. You do not tell me what to put Don't in front of you your chalupa. you ever
2: speak of my chalupa in the presence of another man.
0: Welcome to the Bite Me podcast where Cliff is crying. Cool. Um, welcome to Bite Me podcast episode 153. My name is Adam West. <laughs> I'm Cliff. I'm <laughs> Dylan. Uh, Back welcome.
2: Back my chalupa.
0: What's your chalupas? Yeah,
2: well it's in my tummy. So it's here.
0: Yeah, technically it is. Here. It was
2: real good. It looked good, actually. I wouldn't know because
1: again, I
0: didn't get one. I've not been to
1: Taco Bell in like a yeah. decade. It looked
2: good. I haven't been in a while because I don't generally frequent the Taco Bells. But actually, I go and get the, hey. the
1: the like freezes they have all the time. They have yeah. like happy hour where you can get their little um, like Mountain Dew freezes for like yeah. a buck. They're pretty good. Baja B- Blast is trash. trash. Oh, so I love Baja Blast. It's I had so one, good and it's mm. pretty good. It's kind of lamey. I like it. It's all right. It's a gaver. Whatever. Tastes kind (laughs) of limey. It's delicious.
0: Uh, Taco Bell, I I occasionally make a stop at Taco Bell on the way home on Wednesday nights after Dodgeball.
1: Because you need food now. Dodgeball food.
0: Yeah, it kind of is. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I have me a little, uh, the beefy Frito burrito. It's like a buck. Sounds good. Or a buck fifty. That's all I need and I'm good to go. Um, so anyway, welcome to the show where we talk about video games occasionally. We'll get there eventually. And Taco Bell more and more often. Which Taco
2: Bell is very video gamey right now. It's true. It's kind of. The yeah. box I got had an Xbox on it. So did so. you technically buy an Xbox today? Yes. Yes. It looked like one. Do you remember back in the
1: day, like, this? I think it was probably an Xbox 360 thing where people were selling Xbox boxes on eBay and people were spending like $300 to get an Xbox box not realizing that they just empty? meant the box.
0: Uh-huh. <sighs>
2: ah, smart. Mm. So they weren't really lying. True. I don't know if it's I smart think it's still as much fraud, as but, being a jerk. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. that too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so let's see. What do we got to talk about this week? Um, we have got some news to talk about. Uh, Microsoft unveiled... Uh, their path to Xbox Scarlet ownership for next gen, which is interesting. If it, it to me, it's like if I already owned an Xbox, this wouldn't necessarily be something fine. that, huh? We'll talk. That's fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. If I own an Xbox, yeah. I'm just saying. Um. So anyway, Sony is killing PlayStation View, which is sad because it actually got really good reviews. Yeah. Um. So we'll talk about that. EA is going to start selling games in EA Access where on Steam again. I didn't realize they'd been gone for that long.
1: Since 2011. Holy crap. Yeah.
0: I had no idea. Death Stranding, while it's going to be on uh, the PlayStation 4 this weekend, it is going to be out on PC sometime next year. Uh, Google Stadia is getting its own first-party studio and Stream, Stream or Steam? Steam, sorry. Yeah, Steam might start asking you if you're really sure about your old reviews. (laughs) I wish Facebook would do that it's about some of your posts and pictures. I <laughs> be really might be smart.
2: nice. Some people might get saved by that.
1: Lately. I'm like 11 years into Facebook now, and it doesn't happen often. But every once in a while, a post come up. I'm like, oh, that was offensive. Delete. Yep. <laughs> or, or mine
0: aren't so much as a the, as a they were. Yeah, mine weren't so much offensive as they were really. Adam, is that what you? Uh, yeah, I think that are was you more yet. I'm like, nobody cares that it was 3 a.m. and you had a long night at the bar and then you were a little drunk and ordered a pizza. Uh, <laughs> nobody cares about that. Delete. I care, Adam. that mm, yeah, that's kind of dumb. Uh, we got some questions this week as well as some cheap free games on the Epic Game Store and Humble Bundle uh, has a new uh, bundle. bundle. <laughs> but first we talk about what we're playing. Um, so actually you and I can talk about the
2: same things. Oh, we can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dylan, what about you? You go first. I've been playing Little Town Hero. Oh, yeah. Are you liking it? It is quite fun. Um, As much as a kind of slow JRPG is fun. um, There's a lot of talking, as those games have. um, But the combat is kind of what the game's about, and it's actually really interesting and new and clever. And it's kind of... Like a card game without cards in the sense that it's all about ideas. So your character will have ideas and you have to spend your power, which you have a couple of that. I don't think I'm high enough to understand this game. um, uh, You'll have a couple of that, a turn, and you can spend that on making your ideas like a reality. Interesting. And the game, of course, calls them silly things like it's and it's (laughs) <laughs> okay because it's a game instead of just being like idea and thing i guess i don't know i guess it's cute i don't know um well you're still playing of course it, so that's clearly. not super important but so you, once you've spent the points into the idea you can use it that doesn't mean you have to use it on this turn you could use it on a future turn Um, And then there's, of course, different colored—like, the colors do different things. So, like, the yellow ones are more defensive-oriented, and you can use them multiple times in a turn, where the red ones are an offensive thing. So you can use them actively, and then you can only use that once per turn. But if each thing has an attack and defense—so if it survives the round, you can use it next time. Okay. And the goal is to— Use your dotsits to destroy all their dotsits, but some of your dotsits still exist, so you can attack them once all theirs are broken. Kind of thing. Okay. So it's it's like a kind of like a tug of war I guess not so much tug of war, but like you'll see the things that they have going on, and you have to figure out how to use yours to best counter theirs and have kind of resources left over to actually do damage to their life rather than just their actions i gotcha. guess so it, it is an interesting twist on the typical i'm going to use my kick or punch attack on you and do 14 points of damage so interesting it, it's it feels kind of like a card game without actually drawing cards because once you use an idea your ideas will be replenished so to speak and they're not you don't get to choose what those ideas are they are random From your pool of ideas, right? And you can run out of ideas, and that's a problem, right? Because then you can't do anything. And your ideas will be replenished by using either, like, your battle points that you earn as battles go longer. So you can kind of refresh at some point. Or if you take damage, your ideas refresh. So Interesting.
0: Nice. And you're playing this on Switch? Switch, yes. Is it a
2: full-price Switch It is a $25 game. So I completely recommend it to anyone who is a fan of... (laughs) Games like that, if you're a Pokemon fan, since this is like the first RPG that Game Freak has done since Pokemon, because they've been pretty busy with Pokemon, <laughs> and probably some other games that aren't necessarily RPGs. It's this Pokemon. I've never heard of it. Um, it's new. Or someone that just wants to try something different for $25, because that's a pretty good yeah. price. Um, and it's pretty cute. It, the game looks great. I still feel like I'm super early in the game, so... I have a feeling it might be longer. I haven't really looked at how long it is, but I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of the game. Cool. But it is interesting overall and it's it's something that's nice to like lay in bed with and kind yeah. of just relax and chill out and the the fights do can take a while though, so it's so when you're not often fighting, but when you're fighting, like be prepared to to work on that for a, a bit, kinda of like JRPG combat is, I guess. Um, usually they're not always quick. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. So I mean, because the aesthetic
0: makes it look kind of like a child's game or childlike. Is it? Is it geared for younger players, or do you think this? It's not necessarily pretty accessible I across think the it's board.
2: Pretty accessible across the board. Okay. Um, it's a you are a kid in the game, so I guess that kind of makes it probably. They're not like these super mature characters dealing with right. mature things. It's more like, this kid finds a rock that makes him powerful enough to fight the monsters that are somehow invading the town that people didn't actually think monsters were a thing. Um, but now this responsibility is kind of being thrust upon a kid to be the hero of the town. Or at least that's kind of what it feels like. Again, I'm it's very early in the game. That's so, awesome. Um, nice.
0: Looks interesting. And it's cheap, too.
2: Right. And that's why I wanted to try it out. I'm like, no way. This is a $25 game. I'm in. Cool. Oh, that like That's really cool. Games.
0: Playing anything else?
2: Not yet, but on Thursday. What's on Thursday? Playing Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh mm.
0: yeah. Very yeah.
2: It's, it's cool. gotten really good reviews. Yeah. People are loving I'm it. I'm so excited.
0: Um, all right, Cliff. You and I are playing basically the same things, so let's start with the one you finished.
1: Okay, so yeah, I play. I finished uh, Blair Witch actually like a week ago, probably. But, but you I, weren't here. Yeah, so. I wasn't here last week. So I was...
0: I've played it, and I don't know if you listened to last week's episode I when not. I talked about it. So here's my thing about it. Um, I like it. So did you finish it? I'm not finished okay. it. I'm about uh, I don't know how long. How many hours does that game? Six, seven. Okay, so I'm about a third of the way through. Maybe a little over a third. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm not. Well, and one thing I have to complain about is my actual television. So I've got a rather large screen. um, And my TV, especially when it's mounted on the wall, it gets some white spots, spots that are lighter than others just because of the size of the panel Uh, itself. So it's hard to get those out of there. There's ways of working it. Um, So in games that are mostly dark like that, it can make it Uh, not the best experience unless I've really tweaked those settings to kind of compensate for it. So there's that. So that's more of my TV's thing. Um, my other complaint, at least from what I noticed, and maybe it's just me, the textures and some of the motion, in, it seems a little choppy and a little muddy.
1: It's, it's a game that looks not as modern as it is. Like right. it, Yeah, it, it's not super high res, super high def, super anything. And I think that like the field of view on it felt... Like, I'm sure it's it's done on purpose. It's pulled in to make you feel claustrophobic. Yeah, to make yeah, you yeah. feel
0: that that's yeah, that but that just made
1: me motion sick. Uh-huh. like the game really I, I had a heart. I played it in two sittings. and if i'd had to go a third i don't know if i would have okay. because it made me like the first day i played it i felt kind of motion sick the entire day and stopped playing and instantly got a headache and the second day i played i got really motion sick playing it not okay. like not even like vr motion sick not that like oh my god i'm going to throw up but just like i just felt off after playing it which i like my brother played it couldn't play it he played it for like an hour and it made him so See, motion sick I he couldn't do it feel
0: like i feel like the frame rate isn't quite hitting yeah. where it should for as low of a frame rate as it's running it should have a better resolution going on or yeah. better textures going on just because it feels like if you're not going to do one, you should do the other and compensate because yeah.
1: it's doing something. And I didn't notice a frame rate problem. Like, at least it was consistent, it was consistent. frame weight. Frame weight? Wait, wait. <laughs> frame rate. But, I, I, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I Technologically, it was not stunning. Um, visually? Yeah, visually. I don't know. Some of the I mean, other things that
0: are going on. I mean, it's fine.
1: It's pretty, um, pretty cool. So, anyway, what would you think? So, I beat it. I think, to me, the... the the biggest problem I have with it is that it feels like the Blair Witch part was really tacked on. Like it, to me, it yeah, doesn't. Haven't gotten to that, it, well, it so. doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, and and that's kind of the reality is it doesn't matter. Is that calling it a Blair Witch game is cool, and it, it is apparently now canon in the Blair Witch. But like, the Blair Witch doesn't really have much to do with it. It's not like I think you could make a spooky game in the woods about a guy looking for a missing kid. And not have put this weird Blair Witch wrapper around it. And the Blair Witch really feels like a wrapper. Like, it it feels to me like Team Bloober was making a horror game and someone's like, dude, do you guys want the Blair Witch license? And they're like, sweet, we're already making this game that we can just make a Blair
2: Witch game. Which is weird because that was like the 90s. I feel like we're two decades late. Yeah, exactly. On this game. Is that...
0: Well, the sequel came out in early two thousands, and then they just rebooted the Blair Witch. Yeah, but I don't think anyone
2: cares
1: about that. Like, I mean, I didn't even know they did until I started hearing about this game. To be honest, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I felt the Blair Witch stuff was kind of whatever. I mean, like you never see the well, sorry. Um, (laughs) um, It just it didn't. Well, you never saw it in the movie. Yeah, but like it's not. It's it's almost even more like the blair witch just doesn't really figure into this much except that she's kind of controlling this character in it um it's okay mm-hmm. it was like i finished it and i was like that was fine it wasn't very scary mm-hmm. it's not very spooky um like like i thought layers of fear had do you disagree i've not played i've not played layers of fear so like, that
0: i'm also like I, I really enjoy my horror movies Yeah. Um, so i i find enjoyment in anything with that atmosphere and that aesthetic. So it's like I'm easily creeped out is what I'm saying. I think the thing
1: is, is like, so am I. Like, I don't play most horror games because I don't like being scared. Um, And I don't think I ever felt like the like, yeah, you know, walking through the woods at night is creepy, but it didn't it didn't ever pay off enough to to do it. And like the end, the last hour is the best hour. Um, and the last hour feels more like Layers of Fear than any of the like five hours before it. Um, I don't know. It, it was it was absolutely okay. It was it was a great game to play in Game Pass because it was free. Mm, so exactly, you know, it was it was a, it was it was the game that I hoped I was going to recommend to everyone to play this Halloween, and it's just not. Go play well, Layers but it's of also Fear instead. Not,
0: it's not one of those that you're like, oh, stay away from that. No, one. it was fine. It's, it's like, hey.
1: It's six hours long. Like it's you don't have much to lose. Okay and it's game. free. Do it. You know, right? You know what is great though? <laughs> oh, I love it. Huh, the Outer Wilds, man. <laughs> the Outer Worlds. Right.
2: Oh my god. So, I can't do we this should, anymore. We should,
0: so there's, there's. Hang on. There is. Uh, 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 is there a website
2: dedicated to like these couple games? So that I'll there the is,
0: the Outer Worlds. And there is outer, which is what we're talking Wild. about. Wilds. So outer wilds. There is no the. It's just outer, outer wilds, Wild. which is a puzzly, time loop space exploration kind of game, time which loop is game. also fantastic on Game Pass. Now there is one from uh, Obsidian. Obsidian called The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds is a fallout game.
1: It's I, well, I really have a hard time
0: calling it a fallout game because I've never finished a fallout game and i
1: feel it's like, absolutely a fallout game. It plays just like a fallout game. It the dialogue works just like a fallout game. It it, it does. How can you disagree? Um It doesn't have vats. That's literally the only difference. And instead you get to slow down time by pushing a button. (laughs) And it also tells you when you – So it's the same thing.
0: Yeah, ish. But, well, with vats you get to target different parts of the body. It's more like vats
1: in – it's more like the more real-time vats in Fallout 4. Yeah, but even still, you could select different parts of You that. absolutely could. I mean, th- yeah. theoretically in this, when you're zoomed in, you can pick you're, off different yeah. parts to shoot. So. Um,
0: so yeah, so let's talk about it. It's so um, good. Really, really good. It's on Game Pass. Um, so if you have an Xbox and Game Pass, go download it. Or Absol- a PC
1: on Game Pass, I believe. Oh yeah, it's on Game yeah. Pass Ultimate. Um, so yeah. It's hilarious. It's really good. The writing is really good. It's super good. It's way more sci-fi, I would say, than Fallout. Fallout has that kind of yes. like... Survivor post-apocalypse. This is not like not like Star Trek future. But I mean it's set in a hyper-capitalistic future where corporations I mean, it's actually just set, set in 2022 tomorrow. <laughs> um, where corporations have essentially taken over everything. It's hilarious. you like go up to people and they're just like, hey, Just wanted to let you know that so-and-so's whatever is the best whatevers there ever was. you tried
0: the best. Now
1: try – or you've tried the rest. Now try the best. It's hilarious.
0: What's what's it
1: called? I can't remember any of them. But they all – like everybody works for a corporation and the corporation builds their towns. And I mean like one of the very first um, consoles you go to is like, hey, you know – For the convenience of the corporation, if you could make sure to put your sick leave in three to four weeks ahead of time, that would be really good. (laughs) Um, It's funny. It's absolutely funny. Um, Your companions are funny. The quests are funny. But they're a ton of fun, too. Like, I'm just having so much fun in the world. Um, Right.
0: And so we were talking before we got uh, on the show Uh, One thing that I'm really liking about it is, so I've always wanted to finish a Fallout game. I've always wanted to really enjoy those giant, massively open world kind of games with this never-ending quests and blah, 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 blah. But it's so, for somebody like me, it is so overwhelming to see this map that is just massive. And And it's like, where do I go? What do I do? There's some direction, but it's never enough to really kind of... Direct me just so without getting lost on these giant tangents and going down these massive open roads. What I like about this is this game, yes, it is this massive world, but each each area is kind of cut up and broken down and self-contained into these smaller, more manageable spaces where there's still a lot to do, but it's very much like that article
1: you posted earlier – I'm old, and this is the game for me. This is the RPG for me. It's terrific. And, like, Go out to our Facebook. I post an article that like literally says The Outer World is a game made for old Facebook – or old dads. Yeah, old, like,
0: JRP, or old RPG yeah. gamers. And
1: it's, it's literally – your quest log is huge, and it gives like three or four sentences of detail about every single item in your quest log. And there's like checkboxes. It's not just like go do this thing. It's like, hey, go do this thing three well, sentences go do this thing three sentences go do this thing they give you a marker to exactly where you need to go it's it's very good and like i mean i guess if that's not your thing maybe that's a problem but you can probably turn some of that off too i well, guess I'd imagine, i don't know because i'm
0: playing on on hyper easy give me the, the story same, mode, me too. because i'm like i want to feel like i'm good at something
1: yeah it's really fun though mm-hmm. um I I think our only shared complaint about it is that the UI text is terrible. Um us old people need bigger fonts well, here's or the fonts thing. with a better like, coloring. I've got I've got pretty good
0: eyesight. Plus I've got contacts. Yeah. So like I can see I can I can see just fine. I'm I read and write and talk for a living, so I know what I'm looking at, and I can read just fine too. When I have a 75 inch TV, yep, that I need to get within five feet of, so I can un, so I can clearly read that text. It's not because I've got poor eyesight. Uh-huh. It's because it's it's jacked up, and it's not just the size of the text. But yeah, you were like it's the way the, it's the con- like
1: orange on orange most of the time. It's yeah. like
0: it's it's white. With this weird thing around it, but there's no – and it's it's almost like uh, this translucent yeah. background, and it's not enough to make it pop off the screen. The one screen that I like is when you're in the transition from one area to another, and it's yeah. got that big thing, da-da-da. It's a white background with black lettering, and it's crisp, and I can read it from a mile away. Yeah. I feel like they either need to give some options for that – or they need to make them bigger.
1: Yeah, I've never spent so much time squinting at my television. It's, it's ridiculous. It's really so bad. and
0: now here's the thing. So I heard about one of the designers or program or something on this game, or maybe even the director, they had mentioned to him, I can't remember what article I heard the read this in or podcast, they had made mention of a colorblind mode. Yeah, yeah. But the guy who either directed it or was part of the development on this is colorblind. So there's no need for it because he programmed it in a way that you don't need to have a colorblind mode. Interesting. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting and cool. But it's like you thought that far.
1: (laughs) I did read an article today that said – like he's going to go, they, they mentioned it. He's like, I'm going to go back and make sure that's in our bug database because that sounds like something that needs to be addressed. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh yeah. When so, I feel
0: like I have literally
1: seen through space and time trying to read oh, the text, I'm, I'm I played good. it for probably, I was playing it for like three or four hours at a time this weekend. Cause I just like when I'm not playing that game, all I'm thinking about is how much more I want to play that mm-hmm. game. And, uh, but I'd finish and I'm just like. My my face hurts. <laughs> and like,
0: there's a way on the PC to enlarge the text. Yeah, but if there's you're playing the on the PC, consoles.
1: you can, like, jack with the INI files and and increase yeah. the size of that UI. And but, I
0: know that on the PS4 and Xbox, there is a way to make it larger, but it involves using Xbox Assist and, like, accessibility features. That sounds like a pain. Which... It's fine. You can. I'll wait for a
1: bug fix. Yeah. Yeah. I would really, really like that. But I'm going to finish it before that. It's free. Go play it. It's like, it's a very manageable Fallout game where it's like 30, 35 hours instead of 60 or 70.
0: But I'm sure that if you tacked on all the side quests and did all the side questy stuff, that you're probably looking between 50 and 60. I don't think
1: so. I think it's
0: really. Because I know that the main, like, Everything I read main questy was around 30ish. Oh maybe.
1: Maybe yeah. maybe maybe it's like 30 or 40. The the couple of reviewers I read that oh, said really? they did it in like 30 35. Okay. So either way, it's so good. It's so good.
0: It's great. I wish the gunplay wasn't as Fallouty. The gunplay is super
1: Fallouty. It's I feel like it's better
0: than Fallout, at oh, yeah. least for me. Yeah. But I really would loved a game would to have loved would have loved to have had a game. God, I can't talk today like this where the gunplay was as good as like destiny
1: yeah destiny is just a different kind I know. of game though it's built around that yeah. so I, I, I think the it. thing is is the thing about fallout is fallout is Ooh. a turn-based game that they made into a not turn-based game which is like essentially why vats exists yeah. and so to keep with that ethos like you can't have a destiny game know, and a fallout game mixed. So like nice. it just doesn't it ruins the feeling of it did you get the big giant machine oh, gun yes i did oh <laughs> <laughs> yes i love it i like the shotgun a lot too which one? Uh, there's a
0: sawed-off rem- shotgun, there's the technical shotgun, and there's another one that I just I don't remember,
1: across. but I love when you sneak up behind someone and just like shotgun them in the back of the head. And it's good. See, I
0: need to figure out how to... I don't do a lot of sneaky stuff. I don't do either, but it's, I it's good. I sneak in just to see what's going on, and yeah. then I'm like... Ah, it's fun. What, what's the uh, me rogerkins? That's what I do. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, go. It's like we said. It is if you have a PlayStation, or I'm sorry, if you have a, a PC or an Xbox, do it. It's free. Go, go get it right now. It is a great game. Agreed. Great game. Great game. All right. There's what we're
0: playing. Uh, yeah. So cool. Uh, patreon.com slash bite me podcast head on over there. Give us some of your money. Tell us how much you love us and you will get access to our shows before anybody else. You will get some free discord crap. You'll get some uh, stuff in the mail when Cliff decides to mail it out. I mailed things to Megan yesterday. She's going to get them tomorrow. Nicely job, sir. Yes. Um, uh, magnets and, and the like and the ilk. Uh, you can support us for as little as a buck, all the way up to $10 a month. And that is our producer level where we say thank you on every podcast with thank your name. You.
1: So, right now, um, I got an email like 20 minutes ago. Patreon's like, hey, um, we flagged your account for um, adult content. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so- Was it our little. I don't think so because, like, they define adult content as, like, nudity or um, violent violent content (laughs) or, like, any content that would be inappropriate for someone under the age of 18. I'm like, I don't think we have any of that. So it doesn't, like, affect anything except how we get listed on the Patreon site. So it's not a big deal either way. But I I sent them a little email saying this is confusing. Anyway, that does not affect people such as Operator Jack. Joe Cole Jr., uh, John Tippins, mm-hmm. Megan Phillips, who has a bunch of magnets and stuff literally being In shepherded no po- 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 by, so nice. I don't know, a horse, Pony Express? A horse? A horse. to her, Pony to Pony her home right now, oh. Oh. Uh, Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Kevin Schold.
0: Well, thank you all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep on keeping on. Give us that money.
1: <laughs> um, no, thank you guys. <laughs> Uh,
0: It's uh, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Also, uh, we are raising money for Extra Life. That's coming up this weekend.
1: Yes. Yes. Our 24 to 48 hour gaming marathon. I set up my living room last night. There's a PC in it. There are webcams in it. There are all sorts of craziness in it. Um, We are at almost $3,000 of our $5,500 goal. Wow, that's crazy. Which is crazy. amazing. Yeah, 2920 right I'm now. I'm so
0: terrible. I have not set anything up and I feel like an idiot. You it's have just been so just, busy. Just
1: do it today, Adam. I need to. Yeah, so Adam and Dylan, we need to tomorrow. still set up their accounts. <laughs> um, one thing I will say is if you are on our Life team and you haven't tied it to Facebook yet, um, do that. Like, people are getting a ton of donations just from their friends. People will give you money. So, do that um, and then we'll hit that. Uh, like, we only have to make, what, what is that? A little over Two grand? Yeah, a little over two grand. I think we can do that. I think we can do that.
0: Hells, yeah. So uh, if you'd like to sign up for our team uh, and help support us, support the Children's Miracle Network or Seattle Children's Hospital, uh, go to bitemepodcast.com. That's B-Y-T-E-M-E podcast.com slash extra life. And you can
1: sign up right there and join our team. Yeah. I do want to shout out a couple folks too real fast. Let's shout them out. Uh, I want to thank Warped Core Studios, uh, F- Flaming Flamingo, and Artifacts Mundi. <laughs> Uh, Quack Quack Games and Liquid Bit. Those are, uh, the developers of Aqua Lungers, Hotshot Burn, CD Run, oh. and Killer Queen Black. Oh, uh, nice. who don- donated codes for us to play games on while we are, uh, doing Extra Life. Uh, I actually have some extra codes for, uh, Killer Queen Black, er, Hotshot Burn Ooh. and Aqua Lungers too to give away. So. You want Hotshot Burn? Yeah. That, which
0: one was Hotshot Burn?
1: You did not play it. It was a PAX game. No, but I, I wanted It's
0: wanna, a four
1: player. It, I don't even know. You just kill each other. It's great. It's oh. like one of those arena, yeah, yeah, yeah. Combat-y. Okay, it's very totally. it's so good. Yes. So I've got I've got keys for a couple things to give away during uh, during our stream. So oh, that'll be awesome. You'll want to you want be there.
0: BiteMePodcast.com slash extra life is where you can sign up to join our team, yeah. and we're doing that uh, starting this weekend, Friday yeah, so night. So I your will kid. be doing it
1: Friday night with the kids, and then we'll do nine to nine on Saturday and Sunday. Um, <sighs> uh. Pacific time. Sweet. So. Cool. Twitch t- Twitch.tv slash bite me podcast. Are we affiliated?
0: Not yet. Oh, sorry. come on. Get it
1: together. I was sick all like, weekend.
0: figure your, I know, your right? stuff out. Like, you don't have a thousand other things. Right. right. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Also, make sure you like us and subscribe to us or follow us and, and all that stuff on wherever it is you listen to our show. And make sure you re- you review us however you can, especially on the Apple uh, podcast. That way more people can find us and get us up into their head directly yes all right we have a few things to talk about so let's get to it and we can wrap our day up with this little segment we like to call news that's the one all right so xbox scarlet is on the way sometime towards the end of next year i believe correct yeah ish
1: yeah Um, my guess is um roughly november 19th 2020 if i had to guess i'll tell you why well i mean mm, yeah do you just want me? To, should we just go? Yeah, sure. Okay, so Xbox is is relaunching. You probably remember this from I want to say earlier this year earlier or like earlier last this year. Or? It was
0: very limited,
1: limited time yeah, kind of thing. They did a thing called Xbox All Access, and you could go to a Microsoft store and uh, fill out a credit application, and they would give you an Xbox for like. 20 or $30 a month, you pay it off over 24 months, and yay, you have an Xbox. Um, but it was kind of limited. You had to be able to go to a Microsoft store, so on and so forth. Well, they're doing that again right now. Um, it is still called Xbox All Access. It opens up in the United States on November nineteenth. Now that's an important day. Um, it lets you buy an Xbox One for uh, Xbox One X for thirty one dollars a month, an Xbox One S for twenty three dollars a month, or you can get one of those all digital editions that don't have a DVD drive for twenty dollars a month, and then you pay that off over twenty four months. Now that also includes um, Xbox uh, includes Game Pass, Game Pass, Pass Ultimate. Ultimate, so, so that's, that's PC and Xbox. Yeah, and so that gives you all those all the the Game Pass games. It gives you all of the games with Gold Games. It gives you Gold, so you can play multiplayer, all that stuff. Now, if you buy a 1X and pay $30 a month, after 12 months, you can trade in that 1X and get a Scarlet. And then you just pay another 12 months at $32 and you get to keep it. And if you get a 1S, either of the additions, you can do that after 18 months. So, like, next, I guess, t- like, June of 2021, <laughs> you could trade in your 1S for a Scarlet. So now questions. Yes.
0: Okay. You say that I okay, so I do the Xbox One X. Yes. Well, okay, I over twelve months, that means hey, I'm eligible for an upgrade right at the launch. Yes. "Quote unquote," the launch date, yeah, which is why I'm thinking it's probably November nineteenth. Right, so you trade in your Xbox. Doesn't that I? So the timing doesn't reset for 24 months for no. the Scarlet. You okay?
1: Wow, it's a good deal. So the kind of cool thing about it is, is it ends up costing you seven. If you get a one X, it's like seven hundred and forty-four dollars. Right, this you save, but like three hundred and sixty of that is Game Pass Ultimate that you would probably pay anyway. So you're mm-hmm. getting a, a 1X for a year and then a Scarlet to keep for like $350. Mm-hmm. It's a good deal. Right. So I'm thinking I'm going to do this. Then I'll have two Xbox One Xs and then sell my S and sell my OG Xbox One. And then I'll end up with two. And then eventually I'll trade one for a Scarlet and I'll still have my Xbox One X. Yeah. It's good. I mean not everyone needs two, I guess. But so then you
0: would would you be Okay. So then you would let your current
1: subscription to Games with Gold and and uh well, I mean I'm subscribed through like August of next year. Right. So I assume it just pushes everything out two years and I'd have it through twenty twenty three.
0: Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. All right, I, right, now I see your logic. And to me, I was like, like, why would this? Why would this apply to me? To me, seeing the, as I already own one and I have. If you the, have all access,
1: five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. or if you assume you will have five hundred dollars a year from now, or five hundred fifty dollars, whatever you think the Xbox One X or the Xbox Scarlet is going to cost, and just go, I'm going to pay this money in cash right now to do it. Then no, there's absolutely no reason to do this. But if your thought is, hey, next year I'm going to put this on a credit card where I'm going to pay interest on it. Or start budgeting right now. Or start budgeting. Yeah, you know. Right. So your your choices are either put money away every month, um, and if you already have an Xbox One X, no, there's probably no reason to do that unless you want another one. But if you already have an S, sell your S, get an X, <laughs> and you know, a year from now you'll have a Scarlet. Um, but but for me, it's like it's interest free. You don't pay anything right. on this.
0: And the other interesting thing to re- to uh, think about too is, I know I did read this. If you do opt for that Xbox One S All Digital Edition, you when you trade it in after eighteen or twenty four months, you will have to pay. There is a differential that you'll have to pay. Oh really? Yes, I oh, remember I reading that. that. If you if you do that, you will have to pay uh, a difference. Actually, because I thought that you could, with the digital one, do it after 18 months as well and pay the difference.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: It was yeah. it was a weird thing. I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to do
1: that. Yeah. The only thing I've heard about this is that it's, it's through – and you're going to be able to do this a bunch of places too. It's like the Xbox store. You can do it through Amazon. Uh, so from what I read earlier, it was only – in the US, it was only available through Amazon – Oh, is
0: it and not at Microsoft stores. Not at Microsoft oh. stores. It was just Amazon. It very well created. Amazon's fine. Amazon's fine and I want to say in the UK it was gaming. Yeah. And then in uh, Australia it was t- it started with a T, a place yeah. with a T, but it wasn't and I Target. think
1: Australia's launches today actually. Yeah, they
0: start like way
1: early. Yeah. So, but everything there's way more expensive. The only thing I've heard is that oh. um, like in the United States it's the the credit places through Citizens Bank, I want to say. And you have to have pretty good credit to apply to to get it so oh, fun but you know it's not a big credit hit and like i said you're not paying any interest so it, to me i was planning on getting an xbox one uh an xbox scarlet jesus um next year but it probably was going to be like put it on a credit card so this is a pretty good deal who's rushing out to do that You don't have an X, do you? I do. Oh, you do. Okay. So yeah. So if you if you already have an X, there's not a huge reason to do it. But if you have an S, I don't see any reason not to do this and sell your S. Yeah, do it. Yeah,
0: it's super smart.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So that is launching on the 19th of November here in the United States. Sony is killing PlayStation View, which uh, PlayStation View, or you're unfamiliar, it's their their online streaming TV. Their their TV cable service, yeah. basically. Um, it launched a few years ago. Quite a few years
1: ago, actually. And it,
0: it came out right alongside with, like, Sling TV mm-hmm. and uh, a couple others, which I actually just signed my mom up for Sling TV. And uh, with the package she got, she gets, like, three different streams. So yeah, three I just different signed, I just signed really myself
1: good. up for Sling, it's actually. It's really good. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, um, I, yeah. I just needed it to watch Christmas movies on. <laughs> so, you know. No. I don't know, actually. I'm on a Christmas podcast, too. There's Mm -hmm. only so much I can do.
0: Um, So on January 30th of 202, not sure when that is, but...
1: January I'm, trying 2020. I'm trying to write a podcast note and eat lunch at the same time. There's it only so much tacos. I can do.
0: Um, so the view is going away on the at the end of January next year.
1: Yeah, um, they're just not able to stay competitive from what sucks, I can tell
0: because it got really
1: good reviews. It, it was a really, really good service. It is. I actually did a rundown like two months ago of all the different streaming services, and and the biggest problem that view has is it's really expensive. That's and the only problem. Doesn't yet. really offer anything that the other ones don't. Exactly. So I think it, it came really out as a. It came out of the gate super solid quite a few years ago when there wasn't a lot of competition, mm-hmm. and Sony just doesn't have the muscle to to keep that going. So. Yeah, because
0: I want to say for Sling TV, my mom got the orange and blue package. Yeah, which is like plus, forty bucks a month plus. And it's it's so right now it's forty bucks a month. Yeah. It goes up after your first month. Just so yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then an extra twenty bucks a month for the all in, which is the DVR and all the extras. Yeah. So yeah, so she's literally paying right now. She's paying. $220 a month for her internet and her cable package. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, we're going to drop you down to this through this internet provider because this is the speed you actually need. You don't need fiber optic crazy up and down. You don't need that yeah. for what you need. So we're going to do this. We're going to save her over $100 a month. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, so if you have Sony PlayStation View, well, it's going Sling's away. Sling's pretty good.
1: Well, Sling's great. With it.
0: Yeah. T- <laughs> Promo code bite me. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Up next, EA is going to start selling games again and EA Access on Steam.
1: Yeah, which didn't is... I didn't realize
0: they were gone for that long. Yeah,
1: apparently they've been doing Origin since 2011, which, I don't know, that actually seems really like a long time ago to me, but maybe maybe that is right. Um, yeah, since 2011, which is a long time ago, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, they... That's before I knew either of you. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're, the Jedi Fallen Order is going to be the first game that they are selling on Steam. They're going to bring back some of their back catalogs. So they'll bring Apex Legends and The Sims and Unravel 2 and FIFA 20 and Battlefield 5. Those will all come back over to Steam. Um, but then they're also going to start at, uh, offering EA Access for 5 bucks a month. So EA Access is what you can get on the Xbox and PlayStation to play their, like, year-old games. But I don't – have you guys ever subscribed to anything via Steam? No. Yeah, I haven't either. So I don't exactly understand how that works, but it says that it's an EA Access subscription via Steam. So huh. I don't I don't understand that. Maybe Steam has the ability to bill you for stuff now, which seems like a gross slippery slope that I don't want to think too much about, but whatever. <laughs> um I think this is really interesting though because essentially what they're saying, EA is saying is that it's worth losing 30% of every game they sell. In order to have access to Steam's people, um, which tells you a lot about how well having your... I mean, EA is the largest video game company in the United States, probably probably, probably close to the world. I mean, mm. and their standalone launcher can't compete with Steam. Like that says a lot about that marketplace.
0: Well, I think if... if <laughs> Just because you're the biggest yeah. developer or, pro or whatever doesn't necessarily – or publisher doesn't necessarily mean that everybody wants to play your games. Yeah.
2: yeah. Something so. tells me EA is a con- – they win on the consoles more than they do on PCs too. Yeah, yeah probably. I, I think a lot of – obviously a lot of their market is sports games and I think most people that play or sports consoles, games are console players. I don't mm, think no. there's a many sport game on <laughs> PC players, yeah. at least in comparison to – Yeah, that would
1: be my guess. Yeah, maybe you're right. You might be right. I mean, but like, I would think Battlefield probably does pretty well, and Apex, yeah. but Apex is free, so
0: yeah, exactly. They're not making any money off of that.
1: Well, I'm sure they're making actually a lot of well, money. Well, I of mean,
0: that. off, this, <laughs> yeah, off yeah, yeah, the sale yeah. of the actual
1: game. Itself. Yeah, that's actually a really valid point. That's a really yeah, valid point. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was interesting though. Um, yeah, that's really to come cool. back after eight years. So that's so strange.
0: Uh, well, also coming to PC next year, uh, but it'll be on the PlayStation this weekend. Is Death Stranding. Yay. It's coming out November 1st. First, yeah. yeah. So Friday. Yeah. Um, I, which it's really weird that, that a game of this, ca- this like note, it's, it's a massive game. Everybody's been talking about this game for two and a half ever? years now.
1: Actually, no, it comes out November 8th. The yeah. embargo's up for reviews November 1st. Oh, is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought so it was out this week. We'll we actually weekend.
2: know something about the game. About uh, the
1: gotcha. Yeah, no. Because I, I, Dylan and I, we did uh, we did the uh, games coming out in November yesterday. Oh, gotcha. And, and that's what I remember. It comes out on Bar- my dad's birthday. I want to know more so. about this
0: game. Sony, A Death Stranding is going to be out on PC next year, but uh, next week it'll be on. Yeah,
1: coming no out soon. in summer. Um, the interesting thing is it's being published by 505 Games. Like, Sony has nothing to do with publishing on the PC. Um from what i can tell sony doesn't even have a pc publishing arm it's not like that they don't have anything to do with it it's just that they don't do that right. so um, it's going to be published by 505 games which um published a lot of other games that, like most recently they did control which was an a epic's great, game store exclusive yeah.
0: um, oh they published so these are what they published
1: yeah on PC. and so They've published a lot of things on the Epic Game Store, but they have published some stuff on Steam. So it'll be really interesting to see that if it is an Epic Game Store exclusive, to watch a bunch of like gamer nerds' heads explode when they they really really want to play Death Stranding, but they have to play it on the Epic Game Store. So okay, okay. like it'll be it'll be great to see if Kojima gets crap for that when you know or doesn't get crap Let's for ask it. When how everyone much else he cares? Has. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, <coughs> dying please don't i i don't know just stranding's weird we'll see i love it i'm
0: i'm really curious i really want to i want to know more about this game if i just a... i don't want to pay sixty dollars for no. it I'm, i
2: do i don't it's so worth it i'm not
1: buying I, games he wants
2: to and he doesn't even know why that's my favorite part because <laughs> it's the best yeah. how do you know because it it's the show it's the show of it like that i'm a showman like right. You, but it, there's no like, show. It is it's all a show. That's that's the best part. I don't know. It's like a fantastic trailer, like no, these are literally to go to the, the
1: worst trailers in the world. But
2: not not just the trailers, like the whole thing, the whole like, spectacle around I was it say, the is whole... that's the draw. See,
1: yeah. and, and to me, like I actually want more spectacle. I watch these trailers. I'm like, this is so weird and boring. So here's, now, this is the interesting thing. I have
0: literally watched maybe sixty seconds of stuff collectively about this game, mm-hmm. maybe. But the part where I'm like, "Well, I need to know what this is. I need to play this because the conversation that has come up around this game over the last few years is so strong and so loud. Right. I'm curious. I want to know. I'm probably going to hate this game,
2: right? Because I've, it's I've never played it. a metal
0: I've never played a Metal Gear Solid <laughs> game ever. It still doesn't
2: no. change that. It's like the most interesting thing in video games right that, now. yeah, because it's, it's just curiosity, the sheer intrigue, basic.
0: Word of mouth marketing, the way he has done this, whether this was him, whether this was some company. Or whether or it was whatever, on purpose or it's
2: just an accident.
0: However this was done was – this, this is how you market something. This is how you do it. it.
1: Like, I just don't know. It's like created this mass hysteria over – this game. I mean, I guess to me, like any, I, I think the thing is, is I guess you have to be a, a tour of a, of a certain level in order to be able to put out things that just don't tell anybody anything and don't make sense right. in order for it to work. Like this is maybe the only game you could market this way right. is the reality. Like anybody else that tried this, they just go like, I want to see some stuff. Yeah. Um, but Kojima, because everyone thinks he's a genius, like can pull this off. Yeah.
2: Do you um, think he's not? I, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, regardless if he is or not, he is an auteur and I appreciate that because I think auteurism is pretty much dead. Like there's not, I auteurs that, that don't might be really okay. exist anymore. And I miss that because, I mean, there was a time when you had these fantastic pieces of film that were we just don't see anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I get. I'm honestly. Like, I think Death Stranding looks interesting, but I'm kind of bored of the discourse, to be honest. Like, this game is. It is 100% not something I would ever, like, pre purchase. I think it
2: should have come out two months ago. Probably. It should have come out two years ago. Because I I feel like at this point, I think. The, the hysteria is kind of just, once they started showing like the trailers and the baby in the bag and the peeing and the ladder stuff, it's like, okay, now it's time for the game to come out. And now it's been just a little bit too long. I, I
1: agree. Like if they, if this had come, if the first trailer had been at say, uh, you know, last year, last summer, instead of going back, like, three summers, I think I would be way more interested in it, but I don't know. Whatever. We'll know in two weeks, and it'll be fine, I guess. It'll be super fine. Oh, we'll actually probably know more this weekend. This weekend, Because yeah. I really
0: want to know more. Yeah. Uh, Google Stadia is going to be getting its own first-party studio, which makes me kind of excited. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about this. It's going to be based in Montreal, and evidently there's a bunch of studios
1: they're talking about kind of – Cropping up, and this the interesting thing to me is: Did you know that Jade Raymond is like their head of? Well, I mean, her title is VP and head of Stadia Games and Entertainment. So Ooh. yeah, so she's the person that got pulled into. Uh, she was pulled from the Star Wars. Yeah, she was. She was working on the Star Wars game yeah. with Amy Hennig. Um, but apparently, after that went south, she works for Stadia now, and she's like, I mean, she's done some stuff. She was the the writer or the creator of the first two Uncharted, Uncharted games. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I remember hearing about that. I just missed that. Like, I, I look, I pulled this quote. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, she's saying that they're going to produce exclusive original content across a diverse portfolio of games in your favorite genres. Cool. Um, but I thought this was really cool. Is that initially they're going to focus on Interesting indie style titles that might look a bit different or take advantage of like the different um, things that make Google Stadia interesting, and I'm I'm very happy that they're focusing on what makes Stadia different as opposed to just another console. Right. So yeah, it could it could be interesting, but they're saying that it could be it could be a while until you start seeing Google first party Stadia stuff. So that's fine. Yeah, you now that's coming out. The nineteenth, sure. So like three weeks, we'll know more.
0: Actually, I think it's. I think it might be earlier than that. Is it November ish? It's the ninth, actually. Could be. Could be. And yeah, and depending on where you fell during the pre-order All is right. going to dictate where your stuff is. But I'm pretty sure I ordered before even the end of their their press <laughs> their their press conference at E3 when they were like pre-orders are up. I'm like Pfft,
1: done. I. Uh, I looked it up last week to see if you could still pre-order it, and now my everywhere I go is just littered with Stadia ads. Like, hey, you can still get in Stadia. Uh-huh. You should get in Stadia. And I'm like, right. mm, I should get in Stadia. I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> All right. So finally wrapping things up,
0: Steam might start asking you if you're really sure about your old reviews, which I
1: feel like social media in general could uh take a cue from uh, this yeah so this is an interesting idea apparently if you have like apparently you can be in like a beta program for steam which i guess is whatever um but a user noticed that on games that he'd given a review for but then put a bunch more time into it was saying like hey you know do you do you apparently you hate this game but you keep playing (laughs) it Those are my favorite people. Thumbs down. 450 hours. hours. (laughs) But no, and it's saying, you know, hey, do you still feel the same way about this game as you did when you wrote this review? And I think that's an interesting idea. Mostly because I think, like, I will play a game and I'm super hot on something. Either, like, I loved this or I hated this or, you know, whatever. And then a year or two will go by I'm like, nah, that was okay. (laughs) Like, I think if I had been given the option to re-review games two years later, I might go like, yeah, no, that game was, that game was fine, um, which ultimately bumps up everyone's uh-huh. score. So this is actually, I mean, maybe not, maybe it's not as manipulative as I think it is. And maybe not everyone works like me, but I wonder if it's like, if you take some of the heat out of a review and later like, Hey man, are you sure this was really as bad as you think it was? Or, Hey, you've put another 300 hours into this game. Are you at a different place now? Um, Or even, hey, you started playing uh, Wildlands when it came out and it was a little bit broken. But now you've put another 100 hours into it and it's way better. Do you want to revisit those reviews? So it's an interesting idea. We'll see. I wish you could do that. Like, I wish maybe Amazon prompted you to do that a little bit. Like, that might be all right. We'll see. Right. We saw
0: that you gave this a five-star review. But you hated – you used the word hate
2: in, in the actual
0: text. Can you tell us what this is all about? What do you hate? Well, you blame the delivery driver. You gave it a crappy review because the delivery driver was <sighs> dumb.
2: That's my favorite. Right? When you, the packaging was terrible. But I wish – Came late. I Fork's w- bad. <laughs> no, it's a fully functional fork. Well you, – you, You're trying to review Amazon. Yeah, because, you're trying to review the delivery service. they Turds. delivered poorly. You're you the... you, you reviewing UPS, ma'am? Yeah. Yeah, that's a
1: whole different website.
0: All right. Well, there you go. That's all your news that we got for you this week. If we missed something, please let us know. Up next, we have questions from Jacob, Princess Megan, who is getting stuff from us. Yes, yeah. she is. All right, Princess Megan, look out for that. And we start with this guy every week. Hey, yo, Vin, What's up? What? Well, uh, <laughs> wait, I do- Vinny Vinnie wants to know what games do you think could benefit from. Break, for, let's try that again. Derp. What games do you think could benefit from breaking away from a yearly release schedule? Every game
1: with a yearly release schedule. Basically,
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Calls of Duties and the Battlefronts. Battlefronts, Battlefields. whatever,
1: whatever.
2: Both.
1: Those. Yeah. Every sports every sports game. game. <laughs> Like, I I would actually, I mean, like, Battlefront, Battlefield, whatever, like, I don't even care enough to care about those. Like, their yearly release cycle is pretty well managed by having multiple developers always developing things. So, like, mm-hmm. whatever. To me, those are just, like, I wish they were pushed out a little more just because they tend to kind of pile up. Every year I'm like, dude, I'm totally going to play Modern Warfare 7's Modern Warfares Mm -hmm. and then I never do. I'm like, I'm going to wait for it to get cheap because I just want to play the campaign and then when I I sneeze and all of a sudden there's six of them in my backlog, (laughs) I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, But like, I think sports games... um, Sports games to me are a thing that should release every other year and then there should be like a DLC pack that gives you updated stats and jerseys and teams and stuff.
0: Well, I feel like that that's not even an every year thing. Like or every other year thing, I feel like it,
1: it can, can almost be a generational. Yeah, thing. Yeah, do it
0: generationally. They they tend to
1: can, every you, other year though do like physics engine updates and the sorry. way ball control updates. Well, but like there's a difference between FIFA 18 and FIFA 20. Like they one will play better than the other. So is
0: that not something you can just patch?
1: Yeah well yeah but they need to make money to pay for that. So, I mean to me like if you you buy a $60 sports game in 2018, you pay 10 or 15 bucks to get an updated roster in 2019. Um because that might mean, you know, you're modeling new players, you're, you know, uh-huh. fixing who goes where and all that kind of stuff. Maybe a new team gets added, that kind of stuff. Pay 10, 15, 20 dollars there and then 2020, it comes out, or just do them like even better would just be if sports games were software as a service, and they were just constantly, mm-hmm. you know, you buy it and then you keep buying DLC packs to fund it, or maybe, maybe, maybe sports games would be something that would be awesome if you could just pay three bucks a month, you know, yeah, five bucks a month, and constantly have them. You always have working 2K on it, whatever. Yeah.
0: You would know? you pay? Would you pay like say four or five dollars a month for uh, an ongoing? like constantly updated and tweaked wrestling game
2: i probably wouldn't in the current state of the wrestling games but <laughs> if it was good yes okay yeah i um, mean they're so i feel like wrestling games are weird just they're so hit or miss like how can one year be awesome and then the next three years be way worse each time Usually you play a sports game you're like, I see what they updated and it's better now. And it's incrementally better all the time until they kind of try something that doesn't quite hit and then they can tune it up the next year. But it's not like it gets progressively worse. Like usually they get smoother. They figure out more interesting ways to do basketball moves or do football plays or run this defense or... I think a lot of it's just, like, the ball handling generally gets better.
1: It's easier to pass. It's easier to dribble. It's easier to kick. It's easier to whatever. Um, I will say that WWE 2K20 is the most I've enjoyed any wrestling game, and all I've seen is the gifts of it. So it's good. Have you seen any of those, Adam? Mm -mm. Oh, it's insanity. Like, a, a wrestler will get... Anywhere close to any of the what do they call the the outside of the ring, like the the Those thing, ropes. the ropes, and they just get stuck in it, and they start spinning, and then yeah, they I heard like I heard the player watching. Bad. Oh, so when you say it's amazing, you mean it's absolutely horrible. Oh, it's the it is absolutely the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so broken. It is absolutely so broken. It's a, I love it. Um, I don't know if I play any sports games enough that I'd be willing to do that, but I would think that if you're super into Madden, if Madden's the game you play every year or if uh FIFA is the game you play every year, you might be willing to pay, you know, even $40 and 3 bucks yeah. a month or, you know, I it's, know plenty
2: of people I think that are those people too that would pay the $5 a month. Like I think have a I game would that just constantly I had a group of people to play those games yeah, with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: But no game should release every year. No, no.
0: I'm glad that Assassin's Creed finally has got on this, well, and it's gotten better. Yeah, that's the thing. It, yeah. it was year after year, over year from like 2016 to 2017, or 2017 to 2018. It was better and better.
1: To me, I just don't. I don't have time to play to uh, an Assassin Creed Assassin's Creed game. I haven't Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I've had it for them. over a year. Yeah, or two. I don't have time to play an Assassin's Creed game for 40 hours every year.
0: I mean, you do. It's just a matter, I don't. Of, it's just a matter of commitment.
1: That's it's, I don't have the commitment.
0: Thank you, Vinny. Up next, Princess Megan says, Happy Halloween. I've been reading about the Insight project that will use biometrics recorded while the subject is playing video games that could potentially be used as a form of therapy for those with various mental illnesses to help the user learn to manage their triggers. What other roles do you see video games taking
1: in the future outside of entertainment? So This is a cool project. It's actually been being done by uh, the folks who did Hellblade Um, Ninja Ninja Theory. Theory. And while they were doing Ninja Theory, they're like, hey, maybe we could use some of this information we're learning to help people use video games to manage mental illness. Um, and it's really interesting. They said they have a a sailing game that is uh, tied to a heart rate monitor. And so the more your heart rate gets – like elevated the slower your ship goes so the person who wins is actually the person who's able to like self calm enough to lower oh, their wow. heart rate it's a really interesting idea so that's cool um i would say that i think there is a huge market potentially for video games in education that has I don't want to say is untapped, but like I went is to... more than just match the colors or yeah. There's a there's
0: there's so much more to video games and education than just the very very basic, like at least from what I remember, like yeah. kindergarten to like sixth
1: grade sixth grade level of stuff. Yeah. So I will tell you about two things th- that I think are very cool. So... And also
0: not using sorry. And also not using like video games or or software in a in a like a business sense like yeah. documents and spreadsheets like using like actual
1: gaming To actually teach. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's a thing called, uh, like, there's an educational version of Minecraft that you can play. And you can do, like, math stuff in it. You can do all sorts of stuff. But one of the things that they showed at the Minecraft exhibition that I went to, like, two weeks ago, is there is an island in New Zealand that is uh, populated almost entirely by indigenous people. And so you could go there and it would teach you about their language and about their culture. And you could interact with these, these indigenous people on this island entirely in Minecraft which I thought was pretty cool um, and I also played a game in uh, at PAX called the Devil's Calculator it's free on iOS and Android you can just go download it and the entire idea is, is that your calculator has been infested by the devil and in order to beat him you have to get a uh, you have to change the numbers on your calculator to be 666. And so like the first, and, and but it's literally just like trial and error. So the first one you'll type in is, you'll type in 666 to try and get there and it'll uh, double that. So it's 1,322 or whatever that is. And so then you know that what that level is, is it's going to double it. So if you type in 333, it doubles it to 666, you beat that level. And so every level is just a matter of figuring out what the function you need to type in in order to make the total be 666. It sounds ridiculous, but it is absolutely fun. So I think, I think there are really fun ways you can make games educational that people would actually want to play.
2: Facts. Facts. Absolutely.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so there you go. Well, thank you for uh, that question, Princess Megan. Enjoy all your stuff from being
1: our patron. We appreciate it. She has been – she has the patience of a saint. Like I've been – even before she was a patron, I'm like, yeah, I'll send you a magnet. And I didn't. Well, no. <laughs> I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Up next, uh, Jacob wants
0: to know, what has been the scariest game you have ever played? What horror game do you want to play? Scariest game I've ever played?
2: Dead Space. Dead Space.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dead space for me. Watching you play Resident Evil 7 was kind of scary. There's that too. That's also a very, very scary game. It was a very weird thing for me to be watching someone else play a game and scream. So what whatever. It's really scary being in that helmet. Yeah, oh yeah. I can't I don't think I could play I don't think I could play a horror game in 3D. Like I just don't I don't think I have that in me. I would just be I would just be scared the entire time. Never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was Dead Space for me. I'd really like to play— Such, That game scared the crap out of me, too. Yeah. I would really like to play Layers of Fear 2. I've heard that that's quite good. Um, I'd like to play Observer, which I've heard is very good. Um, and I'd like to play Soma. So—
0: huh, Interesting
1: stuff about that. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm pretty sure I've got Soma. If you pretty don't sure have Soma, Soma, it is free next... Well, I guess spoilers, yeah. but spoilers. it's free next month or next week in the Epic Game Store. So um, Soma also has a patch now that you can play without the creatures in it if you just want to explore, like, the spooky place mm. and do the walking sim version of it. Ooh. So, Yeah. Um, what horror game do you want to play? So you said
0: Soma. Yeah. I don't know. I think I want to play Layer. I still need to play Layers of Fear. The first
1: one's good. Is yeah, really the second liked one it. not? Oh, I haven't played, played it. That was the other one I yeah. want to play. So.
0: Scary games, sir? What are your scary games?
1: I've. Uh,
2: Dead Space. Oh, that's right. The, the what game it's would you so like to scary. play that you've not played? But I've, I've wanted to try The Evil Within.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that's good too.
2: Yeah. I've heard that's pretty good. And I think that's on it's old enough it's probably somewhere yeah it's somewhere, somewhere I, I bought it on a cheap sale I know that I, I have it's, it I just, it's on his Playstation there you go I've not I've not tried it yet
0: I feel like I want to try that one too
2: yeah I need to yeah
0: well thank you for that question Jacob and I guess we know what we're playing this weekend over Halloween yeah
1: The Outer mm-hmm. Wild or <laughs> The Outer Worlds God I don't I know. know what good I'm luck. playing
0: good luck with that um, in case you're not sure what you're going to be playing next week well next week you could pick up on the Epic Game Store Soma it's like an which, underwater horror game. Yeah, like Bioshock with I'm scares. Sure, I've got. it. I know I've got. I'm sure, it. like yeah. a couple of places.
1: Yeah. Um. Also, Costume Quest, which is super cute and super fun. Never played it. Um. It's made by Double Fine, yes. and it's just adorable. I really like that. There's Costume Quest two too, and apparently, I think there's a Netflix TV show based on it. So yeah, it's a. Is
2: it is an Amazon Prime? Show, maybe I think yeah. I almost watched it the other night. Yeah. I was too sleepy. Yeah, it's
1: good. It's good. So get Costume Quest.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, also, in case you forgot, we are an official Humble Bundle affiliate. You can go to com slash humble to see all the latest Humble Bundles available, including the Day of the Devs 2019. The
1: yeah, Day of the Devs is another double fine thing. You can actually go to it. There's actually like a uh, – if you buy this bundle, you will actually get um, – a ticket to go see it. <laughs> I think oh, it's really? in L.A. Oh, cool. Um, so it's probably on fire. But this is a cool bundle for a uh, dollar. You can get Frog Detective One, which I have not played, but I hear is very good, and Art School, which I have never heard of. Um, but for the average, is right now four fifty, you get Flipping Death, which is super fun. I own that on the Switch, and I really like it. It's a cool game where you um, <laughs> you die, and then get kind of you accidentally become the Grim Reaper, and you can flip between. Uh, the real world and the underworld to solve uh, puzzles. It's a lot of fun. It's got a great soundtrack too. And then Battle Chef Brigade, which I have not played, but I have heard fantastic things about. Um, but then, if you pay nine dollars or more, like I said, you get a ticket to the uh, seventh annual day of the devs. Um, but you also get Minute, which is fantastic. It was free. Well, it's free on Game Pass as of now, and it was free on the Epic Game Store. I'm going to say two weeks ago. But Minute is super fun. It's like a uh, Role playing game where the entire world resets every 60 seconds. Um, it's real good. And uh, Toad Jam and Earl, the new version of that back in the groove. So if Hell you yeah. are nostalgic for 90s games, Toad Jam and Earl is dope. Well, there you go.
0: That's all that. Is that it?
1: That is it. Wow. And we're kind of quick today, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I think we surprised people. I didn't get a lot of questions because I.
0: Yeah, you were like, <laughs> oh, crap, and go. <laughs> questions, huh? Um, all right. Well, cool. Well, thank you for listening to our show. If you would like to follow us on all the socials, you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter at Bite Me Podcast, B Y T E Me Podcast, as well as on Twitch and Mixer. There's that. That is us. Uh, where else? Oh, bite me podcast.com slash humble. If you'd like to buy uh, and support charity and humble bundle stuff uh, slash discord. If you would like to join us on our discord and slash extra life. If you want to join last minute on our extra life team, uh, actually not even last minute, you can still join that team throughout the end of the year. Yeah,
1: you can raise money all all yeah. through the year. So I I am pretty, I'm feeling pretty good about us hitting our goal. Hell but, yeah. But uh, if you've got five bucks that you want to slip towards, you know, Children's Miracle Network hospitals, that would be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be super fun. Watch us this weekend too. We've got a, uh, Ton of games. Um, if you go to com plus extra life, you can actually see what we'll be playing. Oh, so cool. it's good. I did not know that. Yep.
0: Um, all right, cool. Find me on all the stuff at NotGoodGamer, NotGoodG-A-Y-M-E-R If you'd care to, it's up to you. Yeah. Don't care.
1: You can find me at uh, Cliff77 underscore on Twitter, or you can follow my other podcast at We'reSoXmas.com. <laughs>
2: If you really like Christmas. Feelings. If you really like Christmas. I have feelings. You <laughs> <October.
1: laughs> know. We're uh, doing we're doing four episodes this November. Oi. And we're doing it every day in December.
2: Every day. I love Christmas, but I do wow. I like Christmas a lot too, but
1: That's just every, every day. I think only through the twenty fifth. But, yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: because after that, it would just be like, what would you get for Christmas? Nothing. Oh, dude, we could do one on the 26th. Oh, man, there you go. Find us online in all the places I just told you to and keep playing lots of video games and stuff. All right.